Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and I'm, we trust, as the Republican mentor, like the real 144,000 being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amin race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual new Mankares, and this is Mental Like Radio. Tonight, tonight we're going to be discussing sense, the power to make sense of everything in your life. There's a supreme power, whether you know it or not, and the ability to make sense, real sense, of everything that goes on in your life, everything that you see, everything that you hear, everything that you, you know, participate in. You should make be able to make sense of everything in your life. Because if not, that means that your sensory is off. Your mental sensory is off if you're not able to logically and rationally uh, make sense of things in your life because that's what people normally do. People normally struggle to make sense of things that they see, that they hear, what's going on around them, circumstances, people who are or who carry any real mental power. They try to make sense of all the things that, um, you know, that takes place around them because your mind, if you really have a mind, your mind is going to force you to do so. Your mind is like your GPS, right? The mind is like a GPS, that guidance sensor or that guidance sensory in you that connects to your brain to put everything in a logical perspective, put everything into a form of higher sense so that you're able to understand it. Am I coming in clear? I just want to know before I continue. Am I coming in clear? So that's what your mind is. Your mind is really sensory. It's connected to your higher sensory. It's connected to all the things I've been talking about, your clairvoyance, your intuition, your psychometry, all these things, your telepathy, all that's connected to your sense and your sensory, which is triggered by what? The ability to think, the ability to process logic and rational, logic and rational thinking, to figure things out. Because the figuring of something out triggers your sensory or your senses and lets you know that whether what you're being told, what you're being given, does it make sense or does it not make sense? You see, and that is your greatest form of protection in these days and times, these next days and times. Well, it's always been that. It's always been our form of higher sensory to be able to understand that which is put in front of us, that which people come to us with, that which people are trying to present to us, you know, what is presented to us in our lives. Should we follow that? Should we not follow that? Should we listen to that? Should we not listen to that? Because based on whether we accept, follow, listen to something, that is going to that is going to really um, impact our lives. It's going to heavily impact our lives if our sensory is not cut on. If our sensory is not cut on and we're not able to make sense of things in our lives, I don't care if it's the most, you know, craziest thing that you see. And if you just write it off as what it is, then you're still making sense of that which makes no sense. See, you're still making sense of that which makes no sense. And I said this before I said, 
as a mentalist, as a perfecting mentalist, which we all who are members of the Republic, Republic of Mental Life are, as perfecting mentalists, our job in this life as we're walking through this three-dimensional realm is to make sense, logical sense of everything that takes place in front of us, not so that we give our mind to it, not so that we give our energy or attention to it, but so that we know so that we don't make any wrong turns, we don't go down any wrong paths, we keep moving straight ahead. That's the whole point of power. See, the power of focus, the power of continual focus is to be able to move straight forward without leaning to the side or leaning to the other side, leaning left or leaning right, but walking upright and straight ahead not getting caught up in these things that are on the peripheral view and side views or the back views or whatever of us and to move things out of our way in front of us, whether people are trying to say things, get you to give your energy to certain things, right? Certain things are being presented to you to move these things out of the way so that we are not affected by these things, so that we are not affected by or connected by these things. Because the things that affect us are usually the things that we allow to be connected to us. You see, the things that affect us are the things that we allow to be connected to us. That's why when I gave the analogy, when I said those of us who are of the bright race, the elect who are coming together, we don't let things that happen with black people affect us because then that connects us, you see, to a people called black and we're not connected any longer to a people called black or to an identity called black. We're not. You see? So things don't affect us the way things affect them. And I'm talking about not so much, I don't care about in this system or the setup or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about mentally, beyond just this three-dimensional thing that black people are caught up under and they are being rotated up under and they don't understand how this thing works in the three dimension and that which controls them and their very world in the second dimension. I'm talking about simply that we don't associate ourselves with confusion. We don't associate ourselves with chaos. We don't associate ourselves with anything that does not have a logical foundation, a rational foundation that's going to benefit us. That's how we as perfecting mentalists move. And again, even with that, we still keep it moving mentally, physically, soulfully. We keep everything going. We bypass these things. And the power in bypassing things, the power in allowing or moving past certain things, the power to do that is a great power within itself. Because so many people in their lives get caught up in things because they have no real sense or sensory of what they should stay away from and what they should head toward. Right? They have no keen ability about that, so they're not able to make sense of anything in their lives. People are misled. People are misled in the world because, again, they have no way or no focus of motion. Um foundation of power, any projection of it. So what happens is they get lost on that path. They get lost on that path of power. They get lost on it. Okay? So because they get lost on it, because they are off on that path, 
because they are not sure of the path they're supposed to take. That is a loss of sensory. It becomes a loss of mental sensory. You see, so much time, notice so much time is going, going into making our people believers of things that make no sense. So much time, so much energy goes into making our people believers of things that make no sense. Why? Because you have people out here who are trying to mislead us, misdirect us. You see, you have people who are hell-bent on misleading and misdirecting us just so that they can lead us off a path, off of that path of our mental sensory. Because like I said, your sensory is needed as you are moving through the third dimension. You cannot move through the third dimension without that sensory intact, meaning the ability to think, to access, to logically and rationally process things that you're being told to follow, that you're being told to walk with. I said this before, I'll say it again. You all could not walk with me if part of that mental sensory, that mental sensory wasn't cut on if you're not processing what I'm saying and thinking about what I'm saying and thus walking with me because then why would you walk with me if you're not thinking about what I'm saying? Because the facts that I have laid forward, logical facts that I have laid forward, and I say that I don't present facts. I present logical facts, rational facts, facts that are based in logic and rationale. I don't present facts based on belief of somebody else. I don't present no facts or no um, no no facts based on belief because facts based on belief is not facts. That's false fact. Like somebody will read something out of a book or a Bible or whatever, and they'll say, "See, see, that's what it really says in here." So that's reality. No, you got to believe that that's reality. You have to believe that because I can't logically ask you questions about whether you know it's real or not. Because at the end of the day, if I question you about that Bible and the things you're reading it, all you're going to say, and I'm not talking about the Old Testament. I'm not talking about the new and the new and the. I'm talking about the new and the old. Testament. I'm talking about the Revelation because the Revelation, you ain't really, you know, it's right there in your face, logically, rationally. That's why we connected to the Revelation because the Revelation is reality, is actually happening. Everything else is fantasy. You see, narrative stories. We're not going to accept that because it makes no sense. The foundation of the stories make no sense because if you check the story and the minds of the people who write things and tell you things, most of the things they say, most of the scenarios they present to you don't make sense. And because they don't make sense, this is how people are able to confuse you. This is how people are able to lie to you. This is how people are able to mislead you or misdirect you. This is how people are able to do that. People can't lie to you, mislead you, and misdirect you if you do not accept what they say, if you do not believe in what they say, if you ask them to make sense of what you're telling me. Because the ability to make sense, logical, rational sense, is reality. Everything that is real is reality. Everything that's real is based in reality, based in logic and rational uh, uh, thinking and logical sense everything that's real is based in sense it has to register with your sensory also how do we know what's real and what's not how do we know what's real and what's not and no ain't none of that oh well you gotta have faith you gotta believe or you know if you don't feel it you, you don't no we ain't doing that we're not doing that we're not doing that we're not doing the belief thing the spirit thing the the uh, uh the feelings no no, we're doing logic and rationale because logic and rationale is the only way to trigger your senses, your highest sensory, to let you know that what you're doing is 
in alignment and direction to where you're supposed to be going. Again, we don't deal with right and wrong. We deal with direction, which direction in which we go, how we spread out, how we move continuously, how do we move forward. That's what we deal with. That's the logical sense of anything that is given to you, whether it is the path you're supposed to take or not. The path you're supposed to take or not, if you are a thinker, right? A thinker is a perfecting mentalist because we look to perfect our thoughts and we look to perfect that which is given to us. How do you perfect it? You perfect it by way of what? By thinking about it, by processing it, by logically and rationally thinking about and processing what you're being told. That's how you become powerful. That's how power is able to kick in. That's how you start to stir up your telepathy, your psychometry, your clairvoyance, your intuition. You start that by constantly thinking about and processing things that you are told, scenarios that you are given. I don't care what it is. That's why I always encourage you all to process and think about everything I tell you. Think about the foundation of which I am building. I'm building a, uh, a foundation of doubting Thomases, as you say. You ever heard that term, a doubting Thomas? A doubting Thomas is one who questions things, right? That term, a doubting Thomas, meaning that you doubt that which is told to you by way of belief. So I've always encouraged people to ask me questions because I will give you the sensible answers to everything. And you'll be like, damn, that makes sense. Uh, like I said, I made sure I never said nothing that did not make sense. I don't care how far flung it is, how far out there it is. It always locked back into sense, logical sense. Because that's what the foundation of mental health is about. This is why people in religion can't stand mental health or they don't like it because it makes too much sense, whereas their doctrines do not. Their teachings don't make any sense. And I know that people would rather, the intelligent people would rather go with any with a teaching or transmission or any kind of reception that makes sense versus something that don't make sense. You would rather go with something that makes sense than something that doesn't make sense, would you not? I mean, right or wrong, who wants to go with something that does not make sense over something that makes sense? If you got to be told, you, oh, well, you got to believe this in order for it to be real, you got to believe this or you got to believe that. No. No, see, mental like is something you ain't got to believe. Mental like is right here in your face. The logic, of it, the logic of it is in your face. I don't want nobody believing me. You see, I don't want that. Because just as easily as people can believe you one minute, they cannot believe you in the next. They'll turn around and say, I don't believe that in the next. And I'm like, okay, well, there you go. You see? The thing that bonds us, the thing that will be our strong foundational point is the logic and rationale in my words, the ability to make sense of what I say. If you notice, like I said, it's always the same stream of thought. There may be, in what I present, there'll be more to add on to it, but for the most part, everything I say is always still in line. In other words, I'm never going to just totally change and be like, oh, do this, this, and I'm going to be all over here and teaching something totally different. It's all one steady stream, if you've noticed that. You go back to broadcast over the years, I might have changed some words and things like that, but notice the stream is always pretty much the same. Now, has it, has it always been? For those of you who've been listening, going back to go, go back as far as 2012 when I started um, transmitting out mental luck on the um, broadcast, okay? There's always been a steady stream of the same thing. 
what I mean is same thing. The same thing on an extended levels. It's taken extended levels on the transmission, but it's always been the same steady foundation. That's how you know it's real. You see, we don't change up. We just extend. We extend upon what is being transmitted to us. We don't change. The people and doctrines and beliefs and religious things, they change. You see, that's how, you know, Jesus could be this way. Jesus could be against a homosexuality and all this other stuff, and, and Christ is not with that to now. Jesus love everybody. You see, don't matter what you are. You see, that's how everything could change. They could change things at the drop of a dime whenever they feel like it. AKA they can give you enough they can change out one lie for another lie. You see? And you're gonna accept it because again, you are used to or they got you primed to believe whatever they say. Accept whatever they say. Belief is acceptance. Just like love is acceptance in the society in the third dimensional realm. Love is acceptance and belief is acceptance. Acceptance in what it is that they are programming you to believe in to embrace, to love, to all, all based in acceptance because what you accept in your life becomes a part of your life. What you accept in your life becomes a part of your life. You see, if you say, like I told you before, these people out here who 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 say, who won't say, oh, ain't nothing wrong with being gay or lesbian or whatnot now, the beast, if you notice, was so-called black. I'm just using this as an example. It was a time where black people, so-called black people, knew that it was wrong to be a homosexual, lesbian, and all this other weird sexual stuff. Now, all of a sudden, they just like, oh, whatever makes you happy, or they on the fence about it, or, you know, you can't help it. Now, what they're doing is starting to accept it. They're starting to accept it as reality, right? They're starting to accept it as a form of reality, and they accept it. They have become a part of it. They have become a part, whether they're doing homosexuality or not, you have become a part of it because you're not doing anything to show that you're not a part of everything. In this society, if you're a part of this society, you accept it. We're not a part of this society. We are building our own society. And the, the way you build your own society starts mentally first and foremost because you people always get on this nonsense about, oh, well, we're the buildings that, we're the things that, we're, no, no, no. The first way you build your society is mentally. Mentally is the first way you build your society. Okay, mentally is the first way you build your society. When you start having people associating with each other, dealing with each other, uh, breeding with each other, living with each other, you know, all in the same community, doing that thing, you have developed a life within this outer world. You have developed a life. You have developed and associated like a good example that the so-called Jews, they have their own community, thus their own way of life. They have their own way of life that is separate from what's going on here in society. So-called Muslims, the Nation of Islam, they got their own way of life, even though it's not their way of life, but they have their own community somewhat, and they interact and deal with each other, you see. So we have the same thing now in the Republic of Mental Life, where we all deal with one another, we talk to each other, we are family, we associate with one another, the brothers talk to the brothers and, you know, hang out with each other, sisters, hang out, kick it with each other, everybody, we all family, like we all brought, brought together by this community, by Amin, as the Amin race, we're brought together and that's what bonds us. It makes sense for us to bond on something like that, bond on something like law, order, logic, and sense, 
law, order, logic, and sense. That is the foundation of the Republican mental act. Law, order, logic, and sense. Okay? And nobody else has that. Nobody else has that. Nobody else bonded by that. Everybody else is bonded by belief. We're bonded by the strongest foundation. We're bonded by the strongest foundation. Hail Amen. We are bonded by the strongest foundation, and we're getting greater and greater because we are evolving, we are growing, and we are extending in our transmission beyond everybody else, above and beyond everybody else. Did I not say power is going to be spread? It's not going to be raised, I should say. It's going to be spread. And the vibration, which I'll get into another time, the power to make sense of everything in your life keeps you from making mistakes in your life. See, because if you had had that power, if you would have had that foundational base, if you would have had intellect early in your life, then you may not have made the mistakes you made in your earlier life. You would have questioned everything. You would have questioned why this guy want to talk to you, why he want to do this, why, or why this girl want to do or why am I going in this path, in this direction? Why am I associating with these people? You would have questioned all these things, and you would have tried to make sense out of it. And when you could not make sense out of why you were socializing with these people, giving these people your energy, doing this, then you would have cut this thing off and cut that off, and it would have saved you a lot of pain and suffering and tra- uh, traumatic things that may have happened in your life dealing with these people here in the two-dimensional world because you would have had the power to make sense of your association and you would have eventually seen that your association with these people makes no sense. Your association with these people makes no sense because they have a lot of low-level things going on in their lives, a lot of two-dimensional things going on in their lives. And like I said, once you allow that into your life, you become a, that becomes a part of your life. That's why I said to y'all, y'all got to stop entertaining your black family members. You got to stop doing that. You can love them from a distance, but don't really entertain your black family members. Because when you do that, you become a part of that foolishness, that two-dimensional foolishness that they are a part of. And it starts to blur your senses and your sensory. You stop asking the questions, why am I associating with these people? You stop asking, you, oh, well, they family, oh, that's my, you start getting emotional. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, you know, um, you know, dealing with your family, your black family members. But what I say is, keep in mind, you got to always, the more and more your sensory starts to envelop and grow, the more and more your sensory starts, they're going to, like I said, you're going to be looking at them different, and they're going to be looking at you different. You see, you're going to be looking at them different, they're going to be looking at you different. Because that's how it's supposed to go. If that's not really what what happens, then guess what? Somebody's not evolving. Somebody's not growing because you're supposed to always ask and wonder, why am I around these people? What am I doing? You're supposed to question everything, you know, that is put in your path. You're supposed to question. You see, you're supposed to contemplate. You're supposed to figure. See, when we stop doing that, we stop growing mentally. When we stop doing that, we stop growing mentally. The problem with a lot of people that came here that faded the black was they got tired of asking the question. They got tired of asking the real question because, again, this teaching, mental act will force you, or this transmission will force you to think on a deeper level, to contemplate on a deeper level, to make sense on a deeper level. If it does not, then you know where you belong. 
It forces you to question your own motives, question your own level of, you know, maturity, question your own level of, you know, interaction with people. That's what sense does. Real sense makes you not only question others, but it makes you question yourself deeper. A lot of people are afraid to do that. Reason why is because they may find that the questions they ask in themselves and the answers that they end up getting are not that of an extended person, but that's still of a shallow one. Let me take a call. Seven two. Nine seven two. Okay, people pressing the buttons without knowing. Okay. So that sense of everything, the ability to make sense of everything gives you a greater power in your life. Knowing, you know, knowing exactly what you are encountering, knowing exactly how to maneuver past that. Y'all should be feeling this already. I know I do. I know I feel that greater power of sensory and things like that. The sensory is kicking through because what happens when you make sensory the foundation of your mindset, your thought, you start to feel different from other people around you. If y'all don't feel different by this time, then I don't know what to tell you. Obviously, what I'm putting out here, what I'm transmitting out here is not taking hold in you. Take a call. Hello? Yes, 803. Hey, well, like you were saying, uh, Carso, you said a whole full thing, you know. Um, the family look at you different, like different uh, mentally and law and order and, and, and all this and all that. And, you know, just bonding with your family and other stuff like that. But, uh, but you know, people, you know, and generally these families, they, they don't know nothing about that uh, bonding or nothing like that. Okay. Was that just a comment or a question? That is a que- that is a question. Ask the question again because it sounded more like a comment than a question. Oh, okay. Now I say, like you said, you know, law and order. We need to intellect and everything, and uh, yeah, we need to thank ourselves and uh, and uh, and and. And uh, and belief in and and um and intellectual just uh, mentally you know just uh and not and 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 not in not in people but believe but believe in mentally and and think for yourself and and uh that's how we get ahead. Okay, brother. Now, that wasn't a question. That was more of a comment. But I thank you for that. Thank you. Okay. It's Sean. <laughs> All right. Okay. You see, this is why sense has to be applied. This is why sense has to be put first because everybody was just listening was like, what the, you know, because y'all trying to make sense of what y'all just heard. And what you just heard wasn't meant to make any sense. All right. It wasn't meant to make any sense. But lesson, a uh, lesson to the wise. Be sensible in your words. Think about what you're going to say before you say it. You see, because when we're on that path toward 
sense and sensibility, wanting to know, not believe, but wanting to know that which is the foundation of everything in which we are moving about in the world, wanting to know what's behind that, what makes that work, what's behind that, that is building a stronger sensory in ourselves. You cannot build stronger sensory, right, in your life. You cannot build a stronger sense of logic and, and extended thought in your life unless you are willing to trade in your beliefs, trade in the things that you believed in, get rid of the things that you believed in, especially the stuff the white man promoted to you. Get rid of all of that because he does not create an environment to access sense and logic and rationale. He wants to replace that with belief and acceptance. He wants to replace sense and thinking and logic and rationale and the, and the ability to use your mind, thus trigger your senses. He wants to replace that with acceptance and belief. You see, that's what he wants to do. And if you don't accept and believe what he say, then you're going to be demonized and ostracized. If you don't accept and believe that you black people and that you came from Africa and that you was brought over on slave ships and they dominate you and your role here is to basically be second classes and the white people. And you know, if you don't question, if you don't accept that and, you know, and put that up there, then, then they demonize you. Then you're demonized. You see, you're demonized by a bunch of demons. People who are sick, people who are mentally ill. I told you the humans are nothing but the sick and degenerate version of us. The humans are nothing but the sick and degenerate versions of us. That's reality. You see, they're the sick and degenerate versions of us. And in order to hide that fact, they have to install a belief system in their head in your head about who they're trying to project themselves to be. They're trying to project themselves to be uh, a human and uh, uh, and what do you say? They try to project themselves to be humans and advanced and you know all this stuff. But the reality is, their advancement in the society came from your fall in the society. Their advancement came from your fall in the society. See, and the only way your advancement will come again is when you start to apply sense to everything in your life because the sense triggers sensory, and the sensory is your ability to think and thus access your high mental capabilities. That's when things will start to be the changer in this game when our people start to think as one, move as one. And project as one based in logic and sense, logic and rational sense. You see how when people come amongst us and we have our conventions, which is what our conferences are going to eventually turn into conventions. You see how when we have our conferences slash conventions where we come out and we have people who may not be part of the community, they come out and they hear this teaching, they hear this transmission, and if they are truly and purely righteous people, if they are people of the mind, people of the extended thought, then they have no choice. They have no choice but to come in and connect with us. This is like a magnetic connection. They have no choice but to come in and link with us, those who are with us. That's why I say you have to be born into this. You have to be born of the fourth dimension in order to fit into 
the republic of intellect to fit into this community of Amun. You have to be born of the fourth dimension. You have to be born really of the third dimension. That's why I say it like this. You have to be born in the third dimension. And if you are truly born in the third dimension, meaning one in motion, that means you are in motion toward the fourth dimension. See, I was born as a third dimensional child. I was born as a third dimensional. See, certain people are born as two dimensionals. And they will never be able to link into the fourth. You can't see, we were born, those who are sort of the elect, we were born as three-dimensionals amongst two-dimensional people. We were born as three-dimensionals amongst two-dimensional people, meaning that we always had this thing in our mind that our people would be stronger if we came together as one, under one mind, one body, and one soul. Those of our people who thought like that are the people that came into the community and magnetically connected like that. Those are our people who truly thought like that. The ones who didn't, well, you see where they went back to, the black race, where there was no sense. There was no sensibility because you can't make sense out of somebody calling you a black person. You can't make sense out of somebody telling you you come from someplace called Africa. Then they say to everybody else, I'm just using this as examples of the things they tell you. They know our people are so gone. They know black, well, they know black people. I'm not saying our people. I got to stop that, our people. They know black people are so far gone that they can turn around and make a, a damn video called backs that thing up to get you Negroes to go get yourself the vaccination. And I'm, like I said, those who are of the bright, those who are in the know, those who are being illuminated in this three-dimensional realm as we're being moved toward the fourth dimension, those of you who are being illuminated, we we can't even, I, like we, I said this before, we don't, feel no connection with, with black people at all. We don't feel that. We are mentally disconnected from black people. And like I said, I don't care what people say. Oh, well, the white man say, again, we mentally disconnected from him too. It's just like we seeing all this stuff play out in front of our eyes as we moving through because we are rooted in something much stronger than what they are showing us, and that is reality. We are rooted in reality. See, the people that are rooted in those things, the two-dimensional and the low three-dimensional realm, this fantasy of black and white, right, of a round earth, of believing in a god and a devil and all this other nonsense, like I said, they are rooted in a certain level of thinking, like I said. And if you move amongst these people, I'm going to show you something. Those of us now who are coming into motion, and when I say coming into motion, meaning into mental motion, who are actually thinking, who are actually starting to extend themselves, if you move amongst these so-called black people, you will feel a difference in motion and movement. How many of y'all feel what I'm saying? It's almost like they're not even real. It's almost, I was looking when I was in Atlanta this weekend. Shout out to everybody who came out to Atlanta this weekend, who spent time with me, shared. We had an excellent time. It was an excellent class. Top one of the minds. You know, even though nobody recorded it, I mean, I guess everybody was so engulfed in the class, everybody just forgot to record it. I was like, whatever. You see, next next stop is going to be Orlando. We're going to be in Orlando in October. We're going to Orlando, Florida in October. All right. Um, so, like I said, shout out about what I'm, the point I was making upon seeing these people, right, Seeing the so-called black people, the white, and everybody, everybody just didn't let me look real to me. I don't know. I just didn't. Everybody, I, I, that was. Just, I don't know if it's just me that these, these people and what they. It's not. It don't even ring as real with me. Nothing they say rings is true with me. Nothing hits as real with me. Y'all get that? 
Nothing comes across as real to me with these people. Just their presence here and whatnot because, you know, reality has to have a purpose. I want you all to say that. Reality has to have a purpose. If in, other, in other words, if something is real, it has to have a purpose or else it becomes the property of those who want to enact a fantasy, a psyop. You see, all real things have a reality, have a re- all real things have a purpose to them. You see, all real things have a purpose to them. Reality has a, has to have a purpose in order for it to be real. You see, and like I said, you see, these people don't have no real purpose here. They don't have no real purpose. So are they are they real? Are they are they are they real if they have no real purpose? You see, are they real if they don't have any real purpose? The answer is no. The answer is no. That's why that's why the beasts don't have no real regard for their lives. They don't have no regard for their lives. I mean, don't have no regard for their lives because they have no purpose. The purpose for us who are moving here was to come together collectively to force the life in the future uh, next generation. That's the purpose for us being here, to keep life moving, to keep real life moving. See, real life was absent from the world until intellect showed up, until Amon showed up in the picture. Our ascendants started making contact with us. But prior to that time, real life, reality was absent from this three-dimensional picture. The raising of the elect of 144,000, the Amon race, brought forward reality again. Because even looking at these humans, these humans run on a damn circle just like the like everybody else. They run on the circle in this three-dimensional world. They run on the circle like a damn gerbil, you see. They don't have no real purpose other than to work and keep society, and, and you know, intact. That's all their whole purpose. But as you can see right now, they can't even really do that anymore. They can't even really keep society intact anymore. So they even the humans are, are losing their purpose. So the only way they're going to be given the purpose or be uh, re, I, what's the word I want to say, re-enhanced, that's the best way I could think, to be re-enhanced to do their purpose again, which is the grunt work, the groundwork, the ant work. The only way they're going to be re-enhanced is with the, you know, coming of the gray race and the annihilation of all these humans, these stray humans that have no purpose. In other words, being out of this crunch time and the numbers have to add up, right? And those who are not part of the bigger picture have to be phased out of the picture. This is where we at right now. You see, this is where we at right now. So it is crunch time. Numbers are being crunched. Numbers are being crunched. The next system is being put in place. And the next system is going to be put in place in the form of logic and rationale, foundation of logic and rationale. The foundation of logic and rationale will be the foundation of the fourth dimension going forward because that's all that's there. And I'll say this again, uh, uh, logic, rational thinking, and sense, sensibility is the foundation of all upper dimensions. It gets to the point where it's so strong, you know, where sense, takes on a whole nother level as it's raising in these upper dimensions where there is no more fantasy. There is no belief in the fourth dimension. There is no belief. 
see. There is no belief in the fourth dimension. There is no mystery. There is no spirituality in the fourth dimension. None of that exists. That's only an illusion of the third dimension. That is an illusion. Belief is an illusion of the three-dimensional realm. And see, the people who are trapped in the illusion, they don't want you to get on that path of sense and sensibility. They don't want you to make sense of everything in your life because they can't. That's why they got to believe and they got to be hopeful and hope that they're right. They got to believe that what they're doing in their life is right instead of knowing what they're doing in their life is right. Because to know what you're doing in your life, whether it is, you know, on the right path, right, when I mean the right path, that righteous path is to be able to make sense of everything in your life, sense with everything you do in your movements. You're supposed to have a reason why you're going where you're going. You're never supposed to go any place just because. Are you bored? You're supposed to have a reason why you move, a reason why you mate, a reason why you what, what, why you eat certain foods, a reason why you exercise. You're supposed to have a reason for everything you do. This is what keeps your life in a steady and forward motion by having a reason, making sense of everything you do in your life. Because if you're not able to do that, then your life will spiral out of control. Your life will go into that spiral into the two dimension and will go out of control. Just like these people here who do random things. Just like the people here that do random things, the people who get caught up in a random form of behavior. Next thing you know, like I said, they're manipulated. Because, see, in this three-dimensional realm, when you have people who are unable to lock into sense and sensibility and higher sensory, when they're unable to do that, they become open vessels for all kinds of demonic possession. See, because demonic energy, those who are of that demonic spiritual energy in this three-dimensional realm, that spiritual energy is always looking to take a body, inhabit a body that is confused. The spirit, the demonic spiritual energy of this realm is always looking to take on a body on a vessel that is confused. You see, that's how they come. They don't take on bodies that are based in sense and logic and rationale because they can't control those types of bodies. They can control the people who are emotional, who make no sense, right? Who believe everything. That's why if you notice in the churches, what do they say? The Holy Ghost or whatever, the demo, a.k.a. the demonic spirit, jumps on them people in the church and whatnot because they're just open believers. They're open vessels. And so that demonic, those demonic energies are protected, uh, uh, I say protected, are um, attracted to those type of vessels. They are attacked, They're attracted to vessels that are accepting of things, believe in things. They are attracted to those vessels because if you are accepting of everything, you believe in everything for the most part, then that makes you an open vessel for demonic possession because you have to accept them into your vessel. You have to call them what you want to call them, which is a Holy Spirit, a good angel, or whatever the hell, which is nothing but some demonic malevolent energy. Or whether it's benevolent, it's still low-level energy that keeps you connected to the two-dimensional realm, keeps you out of alignment to the fourth dimension. You have to accept that which is malevolent and that which is benevolent within this three-dimensional realm. You accept these things. And thus, when you accept these things, 
and you don't question why these things that come in the form of people, place, and possession are in your life. You keep them in your life until they destroy your life. Okay? You keep these things, these people, places, and possessions in your life until they end up destroying your life. But you get the ultimate power. The ultimate power comes from when you have accepted the reality of sense and sensibility and the ability to ask a question to get to a deeper answer and thus put yourself in a higher state of being. Do I make myself clear? I apologize for starting so late. Tomorrow we will be on time at 10. And I apologize that we missed the uh, last couple of days, but we were trying to get ourselves back in New York. We have some delays. Not going to go into it, but, you know, it is what it is. So we'll be right back.
Right? You'll be thrown off course in your life. And if you are thrown off course in your life, then you will be thrown out of alignment in your life. Sense and sensibility are key in the evolution of your life, the ability to access that. That's the difference between those who make smart choices in life versus those who make dumb choices in life. That's the difference between those who end up locked up in jail, you know, dead dead in the street. Those people who refuse to access and make sense of everything in their life. Because I guarantee if the drug dealer, before he started to sell drugs, decided to make sense of that bad decision or that bad movie made in his life, and he looked at what was to come with that, which is death or prison, then nine times out of ten, he wouldn't have done that. But then again, maybe he would have. Maybe he wouldn't even have questioned it because people refuse to make sense of everything in their life and the things they do in life because then that means that's a path that's going to be, have, to, have to be shut to them in their life. You see, the reason why people refuse to think about and make sense of the things they do in their life is because it's easy to play dumb in your life. It's easy to play dumb in your life and act like, oh, you know, uh, you know, I ain't thinking about that. I don't want to think about that. All I know is I need this right now. Or all I know is I want this right now. Or all I know is I have to have this right now. You see? So they refuse. You see? They refuse to uh, be able to, uh, they refuse to be able to process anything beyond that. Because, like I said, the drug dealer not trying to hear you don't don't throw your life away on it. Don't make sense that you do that because all you're going to do is end up in jail or dead selling drugs. You ain't going to make no millions of dollars. You ain't going to be, you know, you ain't going to be uh, uh, Tony Montana or whoever you niggas still trying to be. You see, even them guys end up dead or in jail. You see, you ain't going to be your favorite drug dealer. So you're trying to get money now. Like I said, that's all temporary. But they refuse to think about it that way. You see, the consequences that our people suffer in this world, everything that happened to so-called, but I'm not going to say our people no more, the consequences that our people, or should I say black people, suffer in this world is based on their facts, based on their inability, on their, 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 you know, their inability to make sense of everything in their life. You see, if our people use their brains, use their minds in alignment with their brains, because the beast only wants you to use your brain, you see, he wants you to use the base of your brain, you see. And what does that base of your brain do? What does the base of your brain do? The base of your brain gets you to base, just base, do basic things, to act basically like these humans, like these animals, to respond to fear, to respond to threat, to respond to in a submental or submissive way. They want you to use the base of your thought process. And, but see, here's the thing. We have the ability to go beyond the base of our brain and move into a higher thought process. That's what the beast don't want. See, he wants you to stay in that base level, in that basic level of your brain, because your brain, just like any brain, will follow any instruction if it is not plugged to anything higher. And that higher is the ability to access sense and sensibility to access your higher mental capabilities. Y'all follow what I'm saying? In other words, he wants you to be a brain thinker instead of a mind thinker. He wants you to be a brain thinker because, again, animals have brains. 
Animals can follow instructions. Animals believe in what their masters tell them over time as they masters drill it into their head. That's how they want you to think. That's the level at which they want you to think. Am I making myself clear? Am I making myself clear? You see? Am I making myself clear? Okay. They want you to be like that. They don't want us to access our higher mental capabilities, our higher sensory, because they know there's a way to truly access that, and that is to basically apply sense and sensibility, logic, and rational thinking in your everyday life. And see, that's what mental intellect is about. People looking for the power of mental intellect, people looking for me to tell y'all some shit about spaceships and people coming down and shooting down here on Earth, and we're going to jump up in the sky and start flying and throwing bricks, throwing buildings. Nah, man. Way before that, way before that, way before that occurs, it has to be made sense of for us to even have it and be able to have these capabilities. We're not getting capabilities because we want them. We're not getting capabilities just because we want them, because we want to have them. You're getting them because it has to make sense that you have them. The almond are not going to give us these mental capabilities because we want them. They're going to give them to us because we have to have them. We need them. We need them to ascend into the fourth dimension because if we do not have these sensories in place, then we're going to be devoured by the humans. We're going to be devoured by the humans. Our sensory is the only thing that will protect us as we go forward into the fourth dimension and that will differentiate us from the humans. Y'all already see it happening, those of you who are walking with me. You already see a telepathy starting to strengthen in this community. We finishing each other's sentences. We picking up where you left off. It's only going to get stronger. But we must get rid of the people, the weak-minded ones who are walking with us. We must get rid of them. That's the only way. We must sacrifice them. That's the only way that the mental frequency of this society will increase. We are creating a, or I should say we are projecting, excuse me, we are projecting a whole new sensory of people, a whole new circuitry of people based in electrical power. Y'all hear me? By way of Amit. We are projecting that. This is really happening. Pay attention. We have to continuously make sense of everything in our lives if we are to stay within that sensory and an extended sensory of our lives. We have to continuously make sense of everything in our lives. We have to envelop and develop that power if we are to be part of that extended mental sensory. And I'm talking about within this community because we all represent the plug-in of this body, of this extended body of Amun. We are all pixels in this or parts of this picture. We are all parts of a greater picture, of a bigger picture. You see, we are all part, those who are of the elect, those who are of Amun, or should I say those who are of the select, those who are of the select, 144,000, those who are of the selection, that is the pop, the body of Amun, that power, that ability to make sense of everything in our lives without emotion, without anything else. You see, it's going to speed up your reflexes. It will speed up your thought process. As your thought process speeds, process starts to speed up your physical um your physical movement going to start to speed up. Watch. You see, as the mind is being altered to or extended to make more sense, 
by way of greater sensory because once we start to process sense, senses and things, once we start to process things that are put in front of us by way of our mental sensory, by once we start to do that, then we start to feed our mental sensory things. And once your mental sensory starts to consume things within this three-dimensional realm, then your mental sensory will start to outgrow this three-dimensional realm and will want more from our upper dimension, from the fourth dimension. And that's where we're all heading right now, right now. Do y'all hear me? Am I making myself clear? We are all here to outgrow something. We are all here to outgrow something. And that something is this three-dimensional realm. That something is this human existence. That something is these uh, the, is the submental mindset submissive mindset of these humans, especially the ones who are called black. We were never black. We, the, the select, or the elect, as you want to say, but the select, really, we were never black people. And see, that was always the problem. We were never black people. We were doing the biggest acting. We were doing the biggest acting. I know I was. I know I was. How many of y'all admit, ready to admit that y'all acting when you were acting black? You were trying to fit in, trying to, you know, trying to act like you understood what was going on, the, the way these niggas think, the way they act. You trying to act like you fit in with that. And you, you're going to try and act like you fit into it because you don't want to seem like, oh, you the odd person out. Oh, you know. You want to try and fit in because they're going to ostracize you if you ain't acting like a nigger. You see, I don't seen that plenty of times. And that's how it's supposed to be. That was our sign from on high from our ascendance that we don't belong amongst the black race. That was our sign. That was a strong sign that we didn't belong amongst the black race. You see, because the so-called black race, they think everything they do in alignment together is okay. They're like, well, what's wrong with what we doing? That's their mentality, you see. But what has always separated us, what always kept us in a cocoon, even though we might have fell victim to some black behavior, though we might have fell victim to it because we was amongst the blacks and we started believing that we were like them, what fell, what you know, what kept us from falling total victim to it is our ability to make sense of everything in our lives, or at least up to this point. You see, that's what brought us into this community. Because in this community, y'all felt a strong, strong foundation of mental clarity and mental extension that I, you know, purposely tried to build here. I purposely built that here, made that the foundation, purposely kept it in the process of thought and logical and rational thinking or processing of thought. I kept it that way, meaning that every image that we came across in this three-dimensional realm and the two-dimensional realm, and eventually as we're going into the fourth dimension, we're going to be able to process it and upload it into our memory so that we're able to extend our sensory. That's the whole point of this. That is where the power starts. The power starts in the ability for the mind to process all images that are given to it. All images, even from the low dimensional to the highest and the highest, greatest dimension, that we are able to process it and figure it out and maneuver past it. We're able to process it, 
um, uh, process it, figure it out, and maneuver past it. That's how we gain greater power. I follow what I'm saying? That's how we access our mental capability. We don't access our mental capability by interacting with these people. We access our mental capability by uh, 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 maneuvering around these people, you see, maneuvering and making sure that our encounters are very short, very contrived, very, um, how you say, very calculated so that we are actually counting up our time that we have to spend in talking to these people and allowing them to access or try to access uh, um, because that's what they try to do. They try to access, uh, um, you know, what's the word I want to say? They want to access entry into your thought process. They want to see what you're thinking about, what's really – they want. They're, they're trying to access into your thought process. And you cannot allow these humans, black, white, or anything in between to access your mental processing because what they do is just like anything. When you allow something that's not supposed to be in your mind to occupy your mind, then what happens? It slows down your mind. When you allow your mind to process things that's not supposed to process, meaning – not on a deeper level to whereas you're partaking, you're supposed to certain things, you're supposed to just see it for what it is and go, okay, that's it, and keep it moving. Whether it be guys, girls, whatever, whatever you, certain things, you just process it, you look at it, you scan it, just like a scanner. That's how y'all going to start being with people. You're going to start looking at them like doing the laser scan. I'm being real. The laser scan, which I check in the mountain, whatever the case may be, seeing what they're about, knowing what their intentions are, you're going to start to pick up that uh, capability part of your mental sensory as you're making sense of everything in your life. You're going to be able to scan everything in your life that comes into your life because this is meant to be a barrier. This is meant for you to put a barrier up between yourself and things that are not supposed to be within your path. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Y'all follow what I'm saying? This will only become greater. This will only become greater. And again, like I said, certain people will never be able to understand it because you got a lot of people who will come and they feel that there's motion here, there's movement here, mental motion, mental movement here. And that is what they're hearing is people who are actually processing the things that may have happened to you in your past, the things that are currently happening in your present, and the things that will impact you as we move forward into the future. The power to make sense of everything in your life is supreme power because you got so many people out here who don't know nothing about their damn life, why these things happen, why they keep going through the same things they're going through, why they can't break certain habits, why they keep going to rotation, they keep acting a certain way, they, whether you act as immature, whether you act as simple-minded, whether you, you, know, you don't have good relationships with men or long-lasting relationships, why you can't find somebody for you, why you this, that, and the third, you keep on thinking, and see, this is the problem with the people. They'll keep on thinking, oh, well, it's that person, so let me go ahead and get another person. Oh, well, it's that person, so let me go ahead and get another person. Oh, no, the problem is you. The problem is you and your inability to make sense of everything in your life and to process things in your life. That's what the problem is. It's not nobody else. It's you. And people don't want to say that it's them because, again, the point to yourself and your inability to make sense of everything in your life shows a mental weakness. 
but if you are able to acknowledge it, that's the first strong, that's the first path toward the, or the first sign toward that path or the first direction toward that path of strengthening that and to erase that, eradicate that, because some of you can't eradicate those nonsensical ways of thinking and paths that you go down because you give in to your emotions, you give in to your immaturity because you refuse to make sense of why you're doing what you're doing because the reason people make immature decisions, emotional decisions, is because they refuse to make sense of the things that they are doing and the things they are partaking in. They refuse to make sense of it. They refuse to ask themselves a question because if they ask themselves a question, then they feel as though it puts a light on them as being immature, not knowing what they're doing. Because, again, a lot of people would rather ignore the maturity. They would rather ignore the sense of everything because certain things that you are taught to indulge in and love is taught not to have no sense. You're just supposed to let all that go. You're supposed to let that go. Because nine times out of ten, if you questioned every relationship you got into, you if you questioned it and you tried to make sense of it, you wouldn't have got into it your relationships would have been a lot less, if any, and you would have had too much time and too much solitude to figure yourself out and to go into the void, to make the necessary extension in your lives. Think on that. Process that. Because I really hope that people think on I really would like and it would be um, very illuminating for people to really process what I'm giving. We'll be right back.
step back. You know, um, you have to be mindful. You have to be very, very mindful that we don't get caught up in the things of this world because this world is not real. And you realize how unreal this world is by the things that come out of people's mouths, the bad decisions they make, the unfair treatment they give toward people. Like I said, this world is not based in reality because it's not based in righteousness. Righteousness is reality. I told you righteousness has nothing to do with good and bad to the people, to the people who accept who they really are, whether they be a piece of crap, whether they be something greater. Like I said, your ability to accept the reality of what you are makes you righteous on some level. You see, if a guy says, look, I'm a piece of shit, or a woman go, I ain't shit, I ain't nothing, whatever, because I, I know I ain't shit, and you know, and you not get offended by that, and you bait, and people are logically able to break down why you ain't shit and why you ain't you are nothing, and you can accept that as reality and not get emotional about it. That's a form of righteousness in you. I'd rather take a person who is admittedly a piece of shit without making excuses, knowing that they a piece of shit, and knowing that you know that that's part of like how you say. That's part of the first thing to admit that you got a problem. The first thing to solve in a problem is to admit that you have a problem, that you have a problem, and that's real. You have to admit that you have a problem. And our biggest thing is to admit that we have a problem with making sense of the things that we do. A lot of us don't want to because you would rather hold on to emotional things as to why not to logically do that. You see, keep that in mind, okay? Keep that in mind that we have to understand that a lot of people don't want to perfect themselves. And see, that's where they're going to fall short of the power. See, because you got a lot of people who sit up here and say, oh, telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition, these higher mental capabilities, but they don't want to do the work to get to it. There is work. That has to be done to get to those higher mental capabilities. I'm going to say it again. There is work that has to be done to get to those higher mental capabilities, people. You have to admit everything that you are and everything that you are not. You have to admit it. You have to be real about who you really are in order to get to that power. You can't bullshit and say, Oh, uh, and try to and try to act and try to act like you this kind of way when you're not. That's why I laugh at these guys when they talk about being receivers and all this other stuff. All these offshoots of these niggas that uh, come away from me and then start talking about they receivers, but you're not gonna really tell people that you took from me and you copying from me. You're not gonna really say it. So you can never be righteous and you never could be a receiver because you don't live in reality. You're a liar. You don't live in the world of reality. You're a liar. How do you listen to a person who can't keep it real? How do you sit up here and you people that listen to people like this, where these people are not even going to keep it real about who they really are and what they real, they real agenda or intentions are? They're not going to keep it real, but you're really sitting up here taking them people seriously? I told you who I really am. I got nothing to hide. Nothing. You see, who you see is who I am. All facets of me are one of me. It's who I really am. When you meet me, whether you hear me on the broadcast, whether you encounter me in any way, this is who I really am. 
See, people don't have that. They switch off personas, personalities, switch their personalities off because they don't really have a personality. They have characters they're playing. They role playing. I don't role play. I am what I am. And that's what it really meant when they said God said I am that I am. That's just another way of saying I am who I am. This is who I really am. That's all that's saying. All that's saying is that God was is one who kept it real. I am that I am. He kept it real. A lot of you people didn't keep it real, so you're not of the most high. You're not of that connection because you're not able to access that mental power to make things make sense in your life because, again, the only way to make things make sense in your life, if you're real about the things that you are in your life and how you encounter them, whether you are immature, whether you are mature, whether you know that you have problems, whether you know you have work to be done, whether you know you're not mentally fit, you got to make yourself mentally fit. It's like being physically unfit. If you're physically unfit, what do you do? You work out. You get yourself together. You do things to strengthen your body to make yourself physically fit. That's the same way it works with your mind, a.k.a. your mental connection. Because if you have a weak mental connection, if you are weak mentally, it's because you refuse to make yourself strong. And the way to make yourself strong mentally is to start making sense of everything in your life. Do y'all hear me? That's how you start to make yourself strong mentally. You start to make sense of everything in your life. You start to make sense, and then you start to then you start to subtract. And when you are able to subtract things, just like when you're working out, you you start subtracting body fat. You start burning away body fat. You start burning away nonsense in your life. You start burning away the nonsense in your life that don't fit into your life. You start getting rid of that. You start getting rid of that. You start burning that away. You start getting rid of the nonsense in your life. Just like you burn the fat in your body, you burn the fat in your mind. And the fat represents the bullshit you were sitting up here thinking about, the bullshit people, places, possessions, and all this unreal stuff, all these unreal all these unreal uh, uh, ideas you got in your head, especially you so-called women, man. You'll sit up here and you'll make, you'll make problems where there are none. You'll make rivalries with other women and whatnot in your head because you got that combative demon on you where you want to go back and forth and fight. And what is that adding up to? Same thing. You males do the same thing. You niggas go around you looking at you ever see these niggas going around looking up at each other, looking each other up and down trying to make a problem? What is your problem? You know what your problem is, nigga? Your problem is that instead of you accessing the inner workings of yourself, making sense of your illogical thinking and your irrational behavior to go out here and look to start beef with people, you got to question the answer within yourself. Maybe you don't feel like a man. Maybe that's because you're not a man. You're acting like a male. And until you admit that, same way with you women who really want, or you females who want to go with, go back and forth with other females because that's something lacking in you as a woman. See, women don't do that. They don't feel a need to go back and forth. Men don't feel that. Males and females feel that, you see, because they are not ready to make sense of the things they are engaging of in their mind, in their life. What are you arguing about? Why is this even worth arguing about? I could just walk away from you. That way I just take away the tension. There's no argument. There's no blow up. There's no impression that's going to be left in my greater mind because I'm trying to extend my mind so I don't got time to process bullshit. I don't got time to. I mark it up. I chalk it up as what it is, bullshit, and just keep it moving. Raw and uncut. Just a little bit. Do y'all follow what I'm saying? People will keep your mind flooded with bullshit. 
you see, emotions, letting things make a greater impression, and your mind is supposed to be extending. That stops the extension of your mind. Why do you think I don't like reading a lot of nonsense? I don't like people leaving me a bunch of messages, reading a lot of long messages, because half, half of the shit y'all say you could say in, in like a few words in less time. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to engage it. You see, keep it short and sweet. You see, I got things to process. I got my, I got higher mental pictures to process. I ain't got time to read your dribble. You know how many people come into my inbox and want me to answer questions for them and be a guru? But do I, what do I say? I say, well, damn, you got, I got a whole two hours in me. You got access to me for a whole two hours from 12 to 10 to, from 10 to 12 to ask me questions. Why do you do that? You know why they do that? You know why they do that? Because they're trying to interrupt my mental process. They want a piece of my mental process that I'm processing because they want me to give my process to them. They want me to give over my mental process to them. But you have to, and like I said, when I give you the time to do that and ask the question, they don't ask the questions. They don't do that. Exactly, but exactly, because they want to hog all, your, all of my mental energy and, and, and intention. I don't have time for that. You see, I give you all you ask me for in these broadcasts and then some. Give you a chance to ask me questions. Mics is always open. So why no questions? Why no questions? I'm always asking. Even in class the other day, I asked about questions. Who had questions? And I answered every question because I have the ability to do that more and more. My clarity gets greater because as I erase nonsense from my life, like I said, these are life lessons for adults. And I'm going to say this. Those of you, like I said, you know some of my broadcasts are raw and uncut, and it is not for the children. It is not. It is for the it is for young adults. It is for young adults who can understand because you should groom them to understand it because they could t- they begin to hear the power and the words that's coming from my mouth because it is starting to make sense to them, and you know, and everything in their life. So they bypass. They don't worry about the cuss words as you say because they know it's just a mere form of expression in my seriousness and sometimes I project myself. So they understand that for what it is. See, the immature mind, the ones who don't make sense of nothing, they just hear a bunch of cursing and turning up, and they love that. That's what they're here for. Those are people that shouldn't be listening to me. Those are people that shouldn't be listening because they're missing the point. The point is we are here to make sense of everything in our lives because what's the, what's the sense in living? What's the sense in going through this? What's the sense in moving forward? How are we going to move forward if we're not doing this? We're going to constantly be slowed down by people who are just going to come into your life because you don't slow down. You don't make time to stop. You know how the women, you know how the women, when you ever see these women, when they just walking and you always got some guy trying to pull them over and trying to talk to them and whatever the case may be. And most of the time the women keep moving because they know they ain't, nigga, they ain't talking about nothing. Or you in a situation already, but he ain't talking about nothing. You could read that. That's how we have to be with the people in, in, the, in this world, man. I keep it pushing because they're not talking about nothing. Nothing. Everything that's, that's worthwhile being talked about and listened to is right here in this community. Nothing else. Everything that's of real worth and value going forward is here in this community. As it was promised in the revelation that, you know, 
uh, um, the elect or the select would be, you know, those people who would be or carry the mark of the Lord in their forehead. They would carry the mark of God, as they say, the Lord in their forehead. I mean, they would carry the mark of supremacy in them. You can't carry the mark of supremacy within you if you're not trying to make sense of everything that you encounter in your life because how do you differentiate, how do you discern what you should be dealing with and what path you should be moving on versus what you should not. People get messed up in this life, I told you, because they don't have proper discernment because they're not trying to make sense of everything in their life. That's why. Simple as that. You niggas are Pan-Africanists, Muslims, Christians, Israelites, because you went with your feelings, man. Rosters, Whatever you niggas doing, rosters, uh, whatever, spiritual, yoga, whatever, Eastern, uh, Buddhist, because you was really just going with your feelings. You were going with your emotions. You wasn't going with sense and sensibility, because if you was using sense, the power of sense in your everything, in your everyday life, and everything, you wouldn't follow none of these religions. You wouldn't follow none of these beliefs. You would only walk forward in the power of sensory. And higher thought, which is what we land forward in this community. So let me go ahead and finish these questions while we get out of here. Let me answer these questions. What is the power to make sense of everything in our life? That's everything. That's everything. That's the overview of our lives because the overview of our lives is like a track, and we are on a track. We are on, we are trains on the track. We are trains on the track of our lives. That's why I love trains so much because trains represent motion, movement. That's all a train is about is motion, movement. You see, it only stops to contemplate, but we don't stop to take it. You know, we don't stop for other than to contemplate. We're not the we're not the passenger trains. You know, we contemplate. We take people into our lives, into our memory, and we quickly discern them, disregard them, or keep moving with them and whatever. That's how that happens. People are like trains on a track that's going. That's why you have to develop a extended train of thought, which is one, which is one. Dimension. I'm not one dimension, which is one path, one focus, one path, one focus. That train of thought. Why is it powerful? Because the ability to focus is powerful on one thing. To make sense of the things in your life is powerful because it starts your mind off processing and only utilizing that which makes sense. Because what greater power? Because you got so many people who are doing stupid stuff is because they don't. They don't have the ability to access sense. They don't have, as they say, the intelligence God gave you, which really ain't no God gave them no intelligence. The God that was supposed to give them intelligence was their father. That was the God that was supposed to give them intelligence by linking to that higher state to bring them forward on the sperm cell of light of that illumination to make them those thinking beings for selection. If they wasn't thought of, and like I said, then that's nothing. What does it mean to make sense of, uh, in your life? to process everything, to process, and to figure it out and maneuver after this process. Why is it important to make sense of everything in your life? Because how do you go through life if you're not making sense? How do you maneuver? How do you move? You don't. What happens when you don't make sense of everything in your life? You become the black race. You end up like what you see with the so-called black race because everything that we encounter at the hands of Caucasian and whatnot is because we refuse to make sense 
of and these people in our lives and why we encounter these, why are these people around us, what do they want? And once we figured out that these mother these mother efforts was up to no good, we should have now annihilated them immediately on sight. That's it. We're gonna close on AM of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen of Trust and Amen we think and then Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Minkari. This has been Mental Like Radio. See you guys tomorrow night at ten. Ten on the dot. Not ten thirty, not eleven o'clock, but ten on the dot. And thank you for those of you who came in and showed up and showed out. We hope to have you incorporated into our family and the Republican Mentelect, the bright ones of our people who came out in ATL. Good night.